When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, We are so happy you decided to join us today. Um, Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It is so easy to set up and break down. I think that's what makes it so handy to use and why I'm basically using it every day at practice. Um, Mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $400. You said that right, $400 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is run by a basketball coach for basketball coaches at any level. Um, it's, uh, it, you're not going to find anything out there and it's got a 14 day free trial. We believe in it so much. We want you to join. We want you to come and kick the tires around. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Um, but I can tell you people love it. I can tell you that people do not want to leave, uh, go over and check it out. And it's got everything from clinics to videos, to, to, uh, me talking to lessons, to courses, to handouts, to practice planning, to parenting, to whatever you need. As a basketball coach, it's got it in there. Also, go over and check out our other podcast, High School Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, Funnel Down Defense, and leave a five-star review. We'd love those. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Coach, can you hear me? I hear you great. Awesome. Thanks for, uh, thanks for adjusting. My, <laughs> my wife made plans, and I didn't know about it. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So uh, do you care if I just start ripping through them? Nope. Go, go. Perfect. So um, on our, we just run a ball screen offense. So I wanted to ask your advice. So what I'm doing this next year is this person is going to pass to this side and then he's going to go hang out here in the deep corner and then they're going to run a ball screen over here on this side. Okay. So what happens if I deny that wing? Uh, I had this guy cut through and then he just dribbles over here and just run a ball screen off a dribble. Okay, perfect. Yep. Ball. We, we call that ball entry. Yep. Yep. That's perfect. Yep. So on the other side, my question is, is these guys, instead of these two guys just spotting out. Yeah. They got to do, they got to do something. That was my question. Is should they down screen or back screen? What would you suggest? Going I, I would, I would, I would, I would, um, I do a flare. So I'd have the guy in the block come and set a back screen. Okay. Like that, real high, because you want to keep the paint open as much as you can, and then have him flare to the corner, and then that guy pop ready to shoot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So, you know, you you really don't want them cutting into the paint because you want that paint area open. 
Okay. Um, because then all of a sudden, look at all that space. Look, look, so look where they are now, right? There's a guy in the corner. There's a guy up high. There's a ball screen. And then they got to deal with the other guy in the corner. So you, you're going to be amazed by how much space it's going to be available there. Okay. Um, the problem I've had with that is they roll into the paint on that back screen. And then it right. so up get them to flare out. Yeah, okay. flare and be ready to shoot. You sell it to them by, hey, you're going to be able to shoot a three on that drive because they can kick right or they can kick out to you. Right. Yeah, I was just thinking because the help when these guys are just standing, these guys are just helping. Yeah. Exactly yep. The yep. Is- and the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, when the ball is on that wing there, um, the 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 guy that's the guy that's setting the back screen will be open initially, but once they get into the deep part of it, the middle part of the paint. Then it'll be you'll be able to kick both directions. Okay, perfect. Uh, the other thing I have to ask is uh, we, we like to run one three one. I don't have any big guys. They're all uh, maybe between six to six two. Uh, we it, it worked real well last year. Okay, so we had good success. Uh, but I have one uh, guard who's about five ten. I, I was just wondering your thought. I know the traditional thing is to put your little guy here in the back, but I was wondering about maybe putting him here. Yep. 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 That works. Just so I have better rebounders. Yep. That works. You're saying put them in the middle part. Yeah. Uh, just three. the front. The front yep. So, so here's, here's the reason I've done that in the past too, is they can't be really tiny, um, yeah, yeah. but they can, you know, you're not going to do as much harm. Kids aren't, especially now kids aren't going to, even if they catch it there, they're not going to do as much harm as yeah. So I think that's a good move. Just tell them to front that. They got to try to front that at all times and make it hard right. to get the ball into that high post. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, this, this is kind of the crust of my other question is, so I just want to kind of end the game stuff. I want to get your thoughts. So in, okay. in my mind, I'm thinking one to three seconds and we have to go full court is that I, I'm going to throw the ball. So here's how I want to get your thoughts on this. So uh, I have a player here, here, I have two guys here, one guy here. Yep. So this base, this guy here is going to, if this guy can run the baseline, he's going to come across here. And maybe if we need to, he might try to step in and take a charge. If there's maybe one second left, just, you know, if we need to have a Hail Mary where he can shoot a free throw. Yep. But otherwise, it just kind of opens this guy to make the throw. And then this guy, these two guys are going to go screen down. He's going to come up to the top. And then I'm going to have one guy come over here, one guy come over here. So ideally, you get the ball in here, and he has this guy or this guy to throw it to. You with me? Yeah, I am. I like that. Um, let me think. Um... I mean, you're and ideally, if this guy catches it here, this is my shooter. He's coming this way. Yeah, you got to work on. You got to pra- you got to practice that a little bit, um, in the sense that that throw is harder than you think. Um, and is one to three means if it's three, they got maybe a dribble and they got to let it go. Um, yeah, I like that. I like I like the spots that everybody's at. I'm just trying to. I'm thinking out loud here that. I think you really got to figure out the, the key to those long ones is you got to have somebody that can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully I got a quarterback or a baseball player, somebody that can actually put it on a dime. And right. then um, you got to have somebody that can go get it. Cause it's like, it's like the, it's like the hail Mary at the end of the football game. It's just this cluster 
Um, so on that, you can even work on tipping it. Like if everyone tip it to this other guy. Yeah. So that, but you got to practice that because that's not intuitive at all. Like if there, so sometimes I'll do a drill like that where I'll have three guys on that guy that's coming up to get it. And then he's Mm -hmm. working on just kind of like doing a volleyball tip. Um, but no, I like the locations and I like all that. I mean, to be honest with you, it works about 5% of the time. Right. So with three seconds, though, is should I make it a general rule just in my head, one to two seconds? Or no, it, I think three seconds is good. The, the rule of thumb is a dribble a second. So right. if there's three seconds, they got the ball, and if you only need a two, they still got time to put the ball on the floor. Um, anywhere between that one, two, three, you're just, you're you're throwing it up and hoping it's okay. like I got to get in the end zone at the end. Okay. You know, it, how often does it happen? But I practice it because you never know. Yeah. Okay. So four to six seconds. The general rule is that um, we have four guys lined up here. So these two guys scream for this guy. He curls. He gets the other guy. He curls. At the same time, I have this guy leaves right off the bat to circle here. And if necessary, he might give this guy a screen just in midcourt to make him make a decision if necessary. Yeah. Uh, you know, Are you trying to? Get... So, so here's my question to you: With so you're going the full length of the court with about four to six, four to seconds. six seconds. Yeah. Do you, ha- do you the, the, the so you got to have more than one scenario here because sometimes you can get it af- over half court and then run a quick hitter out of side out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? So my. That's actually a good point. So my thought was that very first play that I that I drew up, my first idea if I have a timeout is throw it, call a timeout, run a half court play. Yeah, if it's three, if it's one, no. If it's one or even two, you might as well just maybe, maybe with two. You, you but the problem is you got to assume they're going to stop the clock. You got to assume there's a lot of assumptions with one or two seconds that you have to that everything has to work exactly right. Three seconds, I would say, yeah, you can make you could call a timeout. We called it. We grabbed it. You tell the official, as soon as we get it, we call a timeout. Um, one and two is tough. Once one Think about it. Try it. Try it. Yeah. With somebody running the clock, try it. It's hard. Um, okay. Because you don't know how much. Is, and, and the thing is, then you have to literally have – you have to have a quick hit, a side out of bounds play that you know that you're going to score on. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Um right. Like I'm saying, with six seconds to go, it take maybe you grab it two dribbles, you get it over half court. There's and you. Hey everybody, happy Saturday! Happy Saturday! Happy Saturday! This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, if you're looking, if you're if you're struggling, you know, um, I've said this all week. I recently had a friend um, lose lose her brother um, to mental health, and I just know how important it is. Um, all of us and you know um so the better help is an answer they have their own licensed professional therapists um and you'll be matched with one within 40 hours if you don't like them um or like her or him or um you know they'll 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 free of charge you can change your therapist at any time um so i think that's a great thing i love that they have different ways of communicating too um, with your therapist some people want to get on a zoom call or a video call some people want to just message so um, so go over and check it out, uh, as a special offer to coach unplugged members, they'll give you 10% off your first month. Um, so better help H E L P backslash hoops, um, betterhelp.com backslash hoops. Um, and you'll get 10% off. Have a great weekend, everybody.
Um, enjoy your Saturday. Hopefully spring is right around the corner for all of you. Tell them if you got a lane or you got a wide open, then go. But if not, we're going to take one. Like they'll know if they're getting pressure, not able to do it. Um, but I'm just saying, if you get the ball at half at, at three court, at half court and can run a quick hitter with four seconds to go, that's a lot of time. That's three dribbles once the ball gets in. Um, so that that was my only thing with that. You're you're drawing this up saying you're going, right? So are you thinking with four to six? So my my thought with four to six seconds, if they sit back and they don't put pressure, you just roll it to the point guard. You can run a yeah. Pressure. I'm gonna two two one you. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna press you. I'm gonna. I'm right, gonna so that's you. what I'm saying. That I need to get. I, you need I mean, to get movement. I, so that's why I think that's good. Everything you did is good because it's like it's a chess. We're we're playing chess. Is what we're doing okay. right now. So you you're you're doing that. I'm coming to my timeout and going. Okay, I got four to six. If I can take three or four to them, even get it over half court. So I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pick you up soft, full court man. Or I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna pick you up. Two, two, one, full court man, soft. Um, just to try to take three. I'm I, clock is the is my enemy at this point more than you. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I guess this would lead, and this will probably answer my question on my thought process. So in my mind, I'm thinking seven seconds or more. I can simply do an inbounds play, like um, here. This guy goes here. This guy goes here. He screens. He comes. Yep. I ball. like that one. I use okay, that one. Okay. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that's when you showed me. Yeah. So with seven seconds, that's plenty of time to get the ball in and run a quick hitter, right? Ten seconds is definitely enough for a quick hitter. Um, it's got to be – there can't be a lot of movement with it because think about it. So he catches that. He's going to get it over half court at about four. Right. It's three that's, dribbles. That's, so seven seconds, is that possible? I, that's hard. Unless it's, unless you're just going low one four and you're letting the, the guy that has the ball just go. Okay. Uh, that's a, the, the quick hitter is basically he comes down, this guy breaks down here, this guy sets a screen, yep, this guy drops, this guy pops. So it should be a pretty quick shot, and it should be. I mean, the thing is, you, you, you have to try it too on the court, but I'd say sevens on the low end is Mona's time that you need. Okay, another bit of advice this is even from an old dog is I would have I use I use magnets. So what I have is I have a clear transparency with all the plays, like, you know, the old, you know, you used to have overheads. Mm -hmm. So I have a transparency with all of these in permanent marker drawn and I put it down and I, and I use my magnets. You're using that, which is fine. So what I would do is I would literally have these all drawn up, ready to go. Okay. Like, because you don't want to be thinking about like, go here, go here, go here. You want to be thinking, John, you're one, you go here. You're, you want it big and bright and even maybe bigger than – you want it on – like every – you want your – here's my three quick hitters for less than three seconds. Here's my three quick hitters for less than five. And drawn out, ready to go so that you don't have to – like you just grab it and put it there and you're ready to go. Because okay. that minute is going to go really fast for you. Right, okay. If you so try to do what you did with me – by the time they get over, they get seated. You draw it up. You show it to them. They're buzzing you already. So right. um, I would just – once you kind of figure out which ones you want, get them drawn up and have them ready. And then when you're practicing them in practice, I do it like, okay, give me a minute. I have somebody, one of the guys or something, give me a minute on the clock. 
and I and I literally run a timeout like I have a minute because I have to practice because you have to practice that feel because the adrenaline's going to be flowing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's right. the fog of war is what I refer to it as. Right. So, I mean, so then, I mean, is the overall thought process about right regarding time is one to three seconds, you got to chunk it. Um, four to six seconds, you might just have to get it and go. Yep. But seven seconds, I could set. I could do a. I'm just wondering if my thought is in the ballpark. Yep. And again, the only part I disagree is maybe seven for a high school game is a little low. Um, for a quick that, my, that that seven that seven eight is that gray area where you might just have to go. Like you might have it might have to treat it like the three to six second one. So maybe if you're like two two more than ten press, seconds, you're good. Okay. So like if you're two two one press and I'm running these line guys. And basically, I have, I might with that. If seven you have seven seconds, seconds to go, you might not get a shot off. Right. So I might just have to go, the guy screen, just go. But it's in the ballpark. I'll just have to practice. Yeah. That, that, that's, I, I, I think your, I think your thought process is perfect. I just don't, I, I know more than 10, you're good. Right. Um, because I know you're going to get over half quarter, you ain't going to, sh- you know what I'm saying? It's that the fog is nine to seven you'll have to play with your team and see how you are in the, in the, you know, in so, that situation. But yeah. So fast. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, and uh, two, two other questions. Um, okay. So one other question is it, say I do get it. Maybe I'll throw it here. I get a timeout or whatever. It's the end of game and I'm doing a sideline out of bounds. Do you move your box up according to where the out of bounds is, for example? So like if we usually run a box set for the end of game, or whatever i do i line them up according to the guy you just got to be really careful with the half court line if as long as your play doesn't have anything where they're catching it you know what i'm saying you got to just right. be careful of the half court line but other than that yes i like so shifting it up whatever screen 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 this guy goes here this guy's here shot shot yep uh basically but i need to move it up though yes yes okay. um and then I would work on, you know, setting how, how you want them setting screens in those, um, in those kind of situations, you know, because that's what, what happens is they don't tend to set screens well in those situations. <laughs> well, you know, just when, just in a game or when I'm moving? No, up. in those kind of situations at the end, it tends, they tend to go too fast and they tend to be interchanges rather than screens. Again, their, their adrenaline, First of all, teenage boys, adrenaline is already off the scale. But in situations that are close end of the game, they forget everything. So you really got to make sure you're talking to the guys about setting proper screens because otherwise they, they, they move too fast and they don't set screens is what happens in those situations. Okay. Do you have your, your uh, bench countdown for, for clock? I do. I do. And I have the guy throwing it in countdown. And depending on how nervous I am with the officials, I'll say you're counting and you get to three, definitely four, you're calling the timeout. Because I'm going to call it two, but I go 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, timeout. I don't want it. I don't want any judgment call from the official at that. So point. the inbounder, you're having the inbounder talk in out his loud. head. And I, and when we practice it at, and when we practice it at, in, in our gym, I have them count it out loud. I've heard people asking the referee to count out loud. Is that a similar idea? Or it no? is, but I want that. I don't trust the official. Okay. 
I just, I have seen too many five counts be three and a half counts. You know what I'm saying? So I am literally, and we practice it. I say count, you're counting. And I'm, and I'm, I'm ready to call one too, cause I can, but I'm making them do it. Like I'll never, I'll always have one for them too, to be honest with you. Um, okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And, and just the last and last follow-up of what you're saying. So like at the last couple of seconds, um, say it's four to six and I'm just having the guys go. You're saying that you want practice, them curling to go to their strong but, hand too. Okay. Curling. To, yeah. Curling to their, their right hand or whatever strong hand they're going. Yep. And I just need to tell them, remind them that, Hey, if you're going, you can get a shot, do it. But if you get jammed up, call timeout. Yep. And two of my players are just over here looking for my son and stuff. And if, if they were still here and I told them they would tell you a second of dribble. So if there's four seconds, you got three dribbles and you got to let it go. Like, so we, I mean, literally if they were still here and I asked, they would know. I, I repeat that like a billion times because I can't control it sometimes. Like if there's four seconds, you get three dribbles and then you got to let it go. Like I want it up in the air because at least we got a shot at that point. Yeah, I just wonder what the chances are of make the if your chances are better to have the guys shoot a half court because you know we do the half court shooting thing just for fun and like it just seems I have a couple kids that make it seems like fifty percent maybe not I know I'm fun. telling you but you won't have a shot if you don't take a shot you can't have a shot right well that's what I'm saying is that think I feel it almost be better to let them crank one up here than hope that you can catch yeah it depends like maybe you're only down one you might get a foul call you might get an and one I oh mean, if you chunk it. Yeah, so it's like you want to let it go. Like you want to get as far as deep as you can, and then let it go. Okay. Um, right. But they also have to know that if they get that dribble, you know, if they're at, if, if, if there's four seconds and they've taken three dribbles, they got to shoot it. They can't pass it. They got to shoot it. Oh, okay. So they're counting their mind. One, they got to count. They two, and that three. and that again. That's what we're practicing. That. Um, right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's perfect. I never thought about that. Cool. Okay. Have, have a good dinner. Yeah. Whatever. See ya. Take care. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.